This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to All Sports Talk on this first Monday, I guess, of the second half of the year. Jeff, July would be the seventh month, right? That, Jeff Jordan with me, of course. That is that is correct. You survived July the 4th, 5th, and 6th, you said. Uh, yes, I did. That's correct. <laughs> All right, that's good to know. <laughs> I did not go to the Rockville picnic. Uh, my whole family went, but my wife and I, we did not go this year, uh, social distancing and so forth. But I understand they had a big time. Well, that's good. Uh, that's good. Uh, it, it's it's an uncertain time for sure. Uh, I, I do know that uh, schools are due to schedule scheduled to open about a week, excuse me, a month from now, and that's a huge topic of conversation. How far we can get with athletics and schools, and otherwise, it's a real topic. And Jeff, uh, one question: as the only Redskins fan that I know, <laughs> just your, just your take. On the, the uh, I think, changing of the name. I, I think this time it's going to happen. It's been discussed a long time. First of all, do you, do you care? Second, should they have done it a long time ago? Should they not? What, do you have an opinion on it at all? Well, and, and I've given it many times. I don't know if I've given it on this show or not. But it, it, uh, it's pretty clear to me that that is, uh, I don't know if we, I, I think it's a, well, Racist is a strong term. Yes, but it, if it's not racist, it comes pretty close. Um, and I think what protects it maybe from being racist is that it's been that way for decades, and it would and it, the intent was not a racist intent at all. It was to honor honor Indians. That mm-hmm. was the that was the original intent. But then uh, I think it's pretty clear that it needs to be changed. I, I've been a Redskin fan. Roughly since uh, uh, 1970 or so, when I lived in the Washington area for just a brief time, a couple of years, and uh, uh, I think it probably should be changed. I think it will be changed within maybe, well, certainly within a year. I would think it probably be changed, maybe quicker than that. Um, I, I think probably going to be changed to something that same color scheme, et cetera. And it's whatever it is, it's going to start with an R. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that. But uh, past that, I don't know. Now, they uh, would have to go back one other just – I'm not sure that this really has a even a place in the conversation or not. I don't know. But the Redskins were the last NFL team to integrate. Yes, they were. And a lot of people have forgotten that because obviously it's 
back in the in the sixties when they finally you know did what should have been done uh and so that also doesn't speak very well of ownership at that time now it's different world today of course spawns different questions for sure major league baseball you know the last major league baseball team to integrate was it was it boston boston red sox okay. pumpsy green i believe was the guy's name they, they came into that, that organization as you well know arkansas state who middle tennessee has played many times changed their name from indians to red wolves i, I i'm not sure I, i'm not sure i see the indians as being anything that's being could be taken as as a slanted off, but they did change their name, and they're looking at Cleveland Indians changing. Redskins, I get. I, I'm like you, Jeff. I don't put it in the same category as other racial slurs, for sure. Uh, I, but I, I'm not sure I understand the Indians, how that is a, a bad thing. Well, well, this is a big subject. Here. It is. It's huge. I mean, it, and, it, and it's bottomless. That's that, that's the problem that we're having yeah. to figure out is how far does this go? And we can go yeah. into statues. And we can get get into naming of uh, forts or, or or schools or whatever. It's it's a it's a large. Where is that line? Well, the the, the Indians. I don't know. Three years ago, dropped their cartoon character, right? Yahoo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was on their hats and uh, and everywhere. Um, outside of the stadium and everywhere. Uh, so, so they dropped that, but they kept the names Indians and, and kept the name Indians, and, and but they are going to change it. You're, you're exactly correct. Evidently, they're going to change it. It's going to be looked at for sure. There's been, a, over the past few years, there's been a recent pushback on the term Indians um, as opposed to Native Americans, just given as um, they're from here, and the name Indians was given by the Europeans. So that's kind of where that pushback comes, okay. which I would assume led to to the changing of the name. And I think there's a little there's a little bit of 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 the following. If you can find a reason to be offended, you're going to be offended. Yes, I mean, just, okay. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I I would leave it alone probably, but they're not going to leave it alone. They're going to change it evidently. And and the next step, dare I say it, Atlanta Braves. Yeah. I mean, it's got to happen. I mean, if Indians is wrong, then Braves is wrong. And I, I, I'm just I'm just saying, they've been the Boston Braves, the Milwaukee Braves, and now the Atlanta Braves goes back, I don't know how many decades, but a long, long well, way. Yeah. Did you note the story about the uh, Belmont Bruins and their name changed 25 years ago? I had forgotten all about that. It was done in a very quiet kind of way in a, in a, in a time where it was really not – being challenged a lot, but they they were the Belmont Rebels up until 1995, I think. I hadn't thought about that in years, and that's exactly correct. Uh, and there's some other uh, uh, was was it um, Rutgers that, that went from Red Men to something else? Uh, no, uh, there, there's uh, uh, who Rutgers was the Red Men? Uh, it's uh, I'll get it here in a minute, but it's not Rutgers. Uh, but you're right; it's up in that area yeah. that, that changed their name. Um, now. If you want to go local, <laughs> or if you want to discuss high schools, uh, obviously we have we have a number of Indians, and uh, uh, around around the state, including our own Riverdale Warriors. Now, uh, Sparta has the Warriors too, but it's uh, it's but they use I think the Roman soldier or the Greek soldier mm-hmm. warrior uh, uh, logo. Um, I mean, Riverdale has been the Warriors for 50 years. Do you change that? Well, I, you know, the, the idea was that um, where Riverdale is located, uh, there was an Indian encampment right there on the river, 
And I think that, I think, is where the original idea came from. And, and, and I think you, you would say, and I, I don't know because I wasn't part of that at all, but I think you would say the intent of that was not to be derogatory oh, at all. It was, it was intent to be honoring the Indian. Exactly, tribe. exactly correct. And, um, uh, and there was um, a cartoon logo of the Indian, which I have at home. Uh, and it was in the, in the yearbook. I mean, you know, and I, I assume that that is, uh, if the Cleveland Indian is, is insulting, then I would assume that one is too. I don't know. I'm not saying it is or isn't. I'm just saying it's there or was there. They don't use it anymore, of course. I haven't used it in a few years. But if you go across the Riverdale campus, where I've been many, many times, there are a number of Indians, right? Mm -hmm. You remember uh, back with the Atlanta Braves when um, uh, Chief Nakahoma would would come out of the dugout and do an Indian dance around the mound and then run to left field That's and right. climb the fence, go in his teepee, and you didn't see him again until <laughs> Hank Aaron Homer does. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's Chief Nakahoma. Nakahoma. I, most people have – and then they – remember one year they so – Somebody had Chief Winnemall. Is that the is that the, is that the Riverdale? Yes. Chief Winnemall? Yes, it is. Um, mascot. Mascot, yeah. Uh, and um, – Chief Nakahoma, I remember one year, and I forget, I think Ted Turner was the owner at that time. They um, did, they were doing really, really well, and which was a fairly new thing for them. Or Nakahoma out, is that what you're <laughs> I, I don't know what they did. But anyway, they decided, since his teepee, which was huge, took up so much room, they needed the seats. So they took the teepee out. All right, and I forget the year, but they removed the teepee. Too much controversy, and then they started losing. Well, they brought the teepee back. <laughs> I think uh, Dalton says we have a call, I think. Let's go to the caller. Go ahead. How you doing, Tim? Doing well. Doing well. What's up? I, just, I, I, just, I hope you guys had a good July 4th. Oh, I had a great one. Yeah, yeah, I'm about the nicknames. Yeah, I'm talking about the nicknames and stuff. I know a couple people. I was watching one of the sports shows last week, and they were talking about it, and one guy said they should change to the Washington Warriors. And somebody said, somebody said the Washington, Washington, Washington Americans, they could be America's team. They changed to that. They're talking about different uh, stuff. There will there'll be no end to the, the suggestions that will be made for sure, but I'm, I'm like Jeff. Oh, yeah, I know. I, just, I, I know that's just one of them, but they were saying the coach and the owners made about it. Of course, of course the owner said several years, years ago he'd never change, but the only reason why they're, they're going to change the name is because all these sponsors come Jeff, out. Jeff, they'll change the coach before they change the name, wouldn't you imagine? Well, <laughs> well yeah, true, true. I mean, I'm just saying that's just what they, they, all these sponsors now come. I mean, the, the, on the field they said that, that they were going to take the name off. I think if they, if they didn't change the name, of course, like you said, the Atlanta Braves, and, of course, I, I would think the Kansas City Chiefs would too, but they would be offended by that. I don't know. In the Cleveland Indians, I know the Indians manager has come out and said it should be changed. The Indians should change theirs. So I don't know if it's going to be changed or not. But it's just part of, I guess, you know, part of what you want to call it, political correctness, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, I know the coach, Washington's coach said that if he could change it, it would be awesome if they could change it by the time the season starts. I don't know if they can or not because they haven't changed everything. And somebody said to another name today was said the Washington Red Tails. That was another one that said that they they get they would have to take down the R's in the stadium. They could stand the R's up there, you know, for red tails instead of red red skins and red tails. But I, I just wanted to wanted, wanted to wanted to talk a little bit about that. I know high school football's got a big day on Wednesday. Going to decide what they're going to do. I know you guys want to talk about that. Sure. I like the sixteen sixteen team playoff deal myself. I know most coaches like that. 
But uh, I'll just hang up and listen, guys. Enjoy the show. And appreciate everything you do. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I think uh, you want to take a break. Yeah, we need to take a break before we get anything else. Uh, yeah, okay. that, that one little question about the Redskins spawned a conversation that could last, as you said, the full hour. <laughs> but we're going to take a break and come back and talk. Since you mentioned high school football, it's a good time to get to that after this on All Sports Talk. At Ascension St. Thomas, the care you need is available today. Whether you've had to put off routine visits or health screenings, delayed a surgery or specialty care, our caregivers are prepared for your arrival. We will maintain strict precautions for your safety in our care, such as rigorous cleaning, distancing, and protective equipment. We're open for appointment scheduling for your urgent and ongoing care needs. Schedule now and ask about virtual visits. GetSTHealthCare.com. This is Ron Hall. When the unexpected happens, Farrah Construction can help you, whether there's a vehicle in your business or your home that's not supposed to be there. It's in the news, a car through the front door. We can board it up where the place is secure and deal with your insurance company to get it back to its previous condition. When the unexpected happens, call Farrah Construction Company. This is Ron Hall with Fair Construction. Call 615-893-6120. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. The TSSAA Board of Control will meet Wednesday to decide a way forward with high school football and other fall contact sports. This after the governor last week extended the state of emergency until August 29th. While there are options on the table, one is to ask for an exemption from the governor's order and start the season on time. If there's no exemption or the order isn't lifted before August 29th, the season would be pushed back to mid-September. Several scenarios, what that could look like. A seven-game region schedule and playoffs as usual. An eight-game region schedule and only the top two going to the playoffs and the first round eliminated. Keeping the current schedule but starting in week five and tacking on the region games missed to the end of the season with just one playoff qualifier and canceling the playoffs altogether and starting with September 18th games and moving the four games missed to the end of the season. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by uh, uh, 
Fans Heating and Air, and Lee Colvin, your financial expert from uh, Edward Jones and Company, uh, joins me as, on Monday as most most times. Jeff, uh, just the report right there just mentioned that TWSAA will make a decision on Wednesday as to is what could, will happen with football if everything stays the right way. Right now, even that could be a little bit iffy with the, the trend, the, the way things are going, but... Uh, you said you, you think you would prefer, I think you said, what, the eight-game schedule and, and playoffs that way? That'd be fine. Uh, that they, they, if the governor's order is, is not uh, – uh, if, they, if they have to do that, and uh, I, I think they will, um, you lose two games. So we'd be down to eight. Um, and so an eight-game schedule makes sense. Um, and then, and then maybe a sixteen-game playoff. Because uh, I've always been for that kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a region winner and, and runner-up, being the only teams that advance. Um, it's a heck of a way to get my way, but uh, you know, I think that was probably the way to go. Um, but you know, Tim, as we have said every week now for for two months, Three this months. is uh, yeah, at least this is all very iffy. Uh, we don't know. Well, some things have transpired just in the last 48 hours to, to kind of throw a little bit of water at what's going on. The uh, Which team is it? I, I, I knew going in. One of the soccer teams, the Nashville plays in the league, they're going down to Orlando to play, has pulled out because they have 14 players tested positive out of the 26 on the roster, so they're not going to play the, the, the tournament that they're scheduled to, to play. Uh, you mentioned the, the Braves. Freddie Freeman tested positive. you got players – opting out because of the situation. David Price being the most local one for us, David has opted to give up, what, how many millions of dollars, I guess, to, pl- to, to I, not I was play. told it was in double figures. I, I, I don't recall the amount. But a lot. A lot of money, yeah. So those are the kind of things that, that no matter what schools do, you still got to look at, at uh, athletics in a, a little bit different vein. Right now, as things stand, Jeff, golf, Volleyball and cross country, the other three fall sports, would be able to start and play on time if right. everything goes right. If Rutherford County drops its restrictions, which are still in place right now. But that's very possible. That, that could happen. Football or girls soccer are the ones that will have to start their season later, possibly uh, eliminate some games and, and part of their schedule. And it's going to impact middle school sports as, as well, Jeff. And we, we don't know what that's going to be like. We're, we're, we're going to wait until the school board's actions come forward on Thursday to make any decisions. But that will have to be made pretty quickly after that to see how much of the season, if any, can be salvaged in those sports. And I'm, I'm aware, hopefully, that there are people out there listening to us that do care uh, and I want to know what the school board is going to do. And I, I wish I could tell them, but <laughs> I do not know. I haven't heard uh, the final um, uh, recommendation from our director. Uh, which we will hear Thursday night, and uh, he's tweaking it as we go. And of course, it ch- this this whole thing changes uh, really every hour on the hour, sure. certainly every day. Um, and it doesn't seem to be getting any better. So I don't know what any of that means. I guess I guess we'll find out Thursday. But and I gotta say this with considerable emphasis: the school board is going to select uh, a plan to go forward for our school year and somehow some way virtual or 
are physically present or some mixture of both has got to be done. I mean, there's no, it's got to, it's got to happen. So, but we're going to, we're going to do that Thursday night, but that plan, uh, it'll have to be turned into the state by the 24th of July, but we can change that plan and uh, either, well, we, we can change it reacting to how things happen yes you know up or down yeah and uh, adding or subtracting from the plan or doing something different from the plan so just because we vote we'll vote on something on thursday night and adopt something that does not mean that that's that that's absolutely the way it's going to be and we've just got to make some sort of stab at this and and it's a guess it's an educated guess but it's a guess jeff it's safe to say in my in my world, at least, that there will be some teams in the state of Tennessee that will opt not to play football at all, based upon their situations that they've got. Uh, some counties, Nashville being one of them, that uh, have a, a tough go of it right now to, to try to get things going. So, the fact TWSLA puts out a plan doesn't guarantee that all th- what three hundred and forty-five or whatever number of teams we've got will play. I'm satisfied that there will be several that will choose not to play all altogether, and systems. Be it Davidson, be it Rutherford, be it Sumner, be it whatever, can can tell their schools that they'll have to opt out it, because that becomes a local decision always. Yes, that all that is correct, and uh, it's painful as all get out. I mean, uh, a great deal of my life and your life has been spent uh, in some way or another uh, supporting schools and athletics. And really, everything that goes on in a school, all all the extra and no such activities. the benefits beyond just the wins and losses. Oh, sure, absolutely. Uh, and uh, to, to not have these things just to to me is painful. It really is painful. And I recognize that uh, uh, that the what a, what a person can get out of competition and teamwork and taking coaching and things like that are invaluable for the future, even though they may not win many games. That's not really the point. Well, it'll be interesting to see uh, what transpires on Thursday evening. I know that opening the schools will be there, and, and, and athletics is going to be clearly tied to that to some degree. I don't know what, what kind of decision, if any, will be announced that night as far as athletics are concerned, but right now the restrictions are in place for where our, our kids could not begin a season, even, even the golf teams right now. I, I anticipate that at some point in time, could change, but uh, it may change Thursday night. We'll just have to wait and see. Well, uh, it, 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 <laughs> I'll be I'll be glad when we get some kind of plan on paper. And uh, uh, even though I'm probably I'm not going to just be crazy about it, but uh, safety of our students and staff is number one, and number two, and three, and four, and five. I mean, we, we, we've got to do that as safely as possible. Well, let me say what I said, and then we'll take a break. To you as a board member, school board member, and whatever, you're asked to do something that's impossible to do, and that's to come up with an answer that's exactly right. Nobody can say with any certainty whatever decision gets made that it's going to be exactly the right thing to do. Uh, so I, I, I know everyone's with you, and I, I hope once that decision's made, our folks in Rutherford County can support that and, and go with it and, and, and do the very best they can to make it work, whichever way it happens to go. And not you know, a whole lot of people aren't going to agree with whatever you do, Jeff. Well, that's correct, uh, uh, and I, 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 I hate that, but um, 
it's not about what I want. It's it's about what is, is sure. safe and what is, what is reasonable. And the State Department of Education has told us, as I said last week, that they're expecting a plan on on or before or on July 24th that states quite clearly six and a half hours of of education every day. Now that can, some of that can be virtual or all of it could be virtual, and 180 days of education. And not 8 to 12 or 8 to 1, but six and a half hours a day. And that's what we're expected to do. And since they send us a lot of money, not enough, but a lot of money to do that. Well, you couldn't do without it. Let's just say it that way. No, we couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's, I know that's what we're going to do. All right, Jeff, let's take a break. Chip Walters has the Blue Raider Insider Report right after this. WGNS is honored to be this year's Luther Award recipient from the Tennessee Radio Hall of Fame for Community Service. We are humbled to receive this prestigious award. Thank you for letting us be your good neighbor station. Good afternoon. It's busy out here on 24, coming back over from Davidson County. Short stopping on delays, sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just busy where you would expect this time of the afternoon. For that perfect getaway just outside of Gatlinburg, check out Cosby Creek Cabins. Log on to CosbyCreekCabins.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. In retirement, it's all about income. Your money, making money. Learn how it's done with Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter right here, Saturday afternoons at 1. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. 
Jeff, we mentioned high school football. Chipper, I'm sure, is going to mention college football because in about four weeks, they're supposed to kick it off, and it'll be interesting to see how that falls out. And someone's asked the question to me, well, if high school kids can't play football by the governor's orders, why is it Blue Raiders and the Titans can play? And, and they were exempted from it. That's why TSSAA is going to ask that question, right? Yes. All right, let's take it, take it to Chip. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start things out with Blue Raider basketball and former star Ja'Cory Williams. He is uh, on a team called Heard That, H-E-R-D, That, uh, and they're playing in the basketball tournament. The TBT, you may have seen it on the ESPN family of networks over the weekend. He's playing for this team that is based out of Huntington, West Virginia, and has a lot of former Marshall Thundering Herd players. Matter of fact, the team manager is Ott Elmore, who is the older uh, and and, and seemingly less talented uh, brother of uh, former Marshall great John Elmore. But uh, Ja'Cory made a splash over the weekend in the first game uh, for Heard That. He led uh, their team in scoring and rebounding, had 22 points and nine rebounds in the ballgame, and he was 9 of 11 from the field after Ja'Cory played at Middle Tennessee and was named Conference USA Player of the Year. He uh, went on and uh, into the NBA, had a had a tryout with the Clippers, uh, played uh, for the Canton Charge in the G League. So uh, Jacory has done very very well, and, uh, and and is now leading that herd. That team, John Elmore, by the way, who is a terrific scorer at Marshall, uh, had nine points in the game, but. Uh, uh, also, Rondale Watson uh, from uh, Marshall playing on that team. And also, Chris Coakley, who played at UAB, also playing on the Herd That team. They'll play again on Thursday after they uh, defeated the Peoria All-Stars uh, over the weekend by a score of 80-65. to Well, MTSU lost a great friend today in Charlie Daniels. Uh, of course, uh, you all remember him for his music, but... Uh, he used a lot of his effort, a lot of his hard-earned money to support the uh, Journey Home Foundation and the MTSU Military and Veterans Family Center that bore the name of he and his wife, Hazel, the Charlie and Hazel Daniels Military and Veterans Family Center. And back when it was open, Charlie had some comments about having his name on such a facility at MTSU. Well, the, the mission of Journey Home Foundation is to help veterans transition from civilian life into, I mean, from, uh, from their military service into civilian life. A lot of them are combat veterans that are coming back from combat zones. And we, there's a lot of need. That seems like a very mundane thing to the uninitiated that have never gone through it. But there are a lot of needs. And one of the needs is a place, especially in a concentrated population like there is here at MTSU, there's quite a lot of veterans here. It's a pretty big veteran population and students. And to have a place where they can just go and be together and to be around people who have gone through the same thing that they have and to talk down their problems. But this is a very state-of-the-art facility. There's medical help, there's job placement, there's teleconferencing. There's, uh, we try to do everything that we possibly can to help them transition into the college life and into civilian life again. So uh, I am extremely honored. I can't say proud because I don't feel like we deserve it, but I am so honored to have our name on it. Is there anything else you'd like to add up on that? Yeah, go, Blue. That'll make everybody happy here. <laughs> well, of course, our thoughts are 
with the Daniels family and what an impact uh, he made in the music world, of course. But what a legacy. The support that he gave veterans and uh, the support that he gave the MTSU Military and Veterans Family Center that uh, the Charlie and Hazel Daniels Center at MTSU, what a legacy that he'll have. Guys, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. Chipper, I, uh, Chipper, Jeff, I meant to bring that up uh, later on in the show, but since it's there already, I, uh, something that some folks don't know, but Charlie Daniels, of course, he's just a legend in, college, in country music and, and such a tremendous guy, and, and it certainly helped this community here. A real showman and a person that, uh, particularly in recent years, gave back a lot, he and his wife both, and uh, I'm, I'm so pleased that MTSU benefited from that relationship. That's great. All right, we're going to take a break when we come back. We've got some more things to talk about on All Sports Talk, 615-893-1450, if you'd like to give us a call. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Today, Jeff, uh, talking about pro football, Patrick Mahomes signed the legendary contract 10 years and $400 million. That, that's an extension of the two years he already got, so he'll be 37. Jeff, what's the chances, in all honesty, of a professional football player staying healthy to play that many years? It's a long contract. He'll be 37? He'll be 37. He's 24 now, 20, 23 apparently. I think they said 37 would be the year how old he'd be when that well, contract he, he, expired. He's probably going to be done at that point for sure. Generally speaking, I mean, obviously Tom Brady is the – Exception to the rule, Johnny Unitas, if you remember right, played long, long past forty, but it rarely happens, doesn't it? Except my favorite player of all time, well, one of them, George Blanda. George the Toe Blanda. I don't know that he made it to fifty or not. He he was kicking in his late forties. I know that. Um, very, just a great guy, just a tremendous player, uh, but and loved it. Clearly, but I don't know. That's that's a that's a that's the largest contract ever signed. I understand. The debate was, and I haven't gotten a question back on this. If a ten-year contract is the longest one signed in the NFL, I mean, think about it. I think in the average career, something like three years, something. It's 
taking into Brady's 18 years and most people one or two. So that that's way beyond. And uh, and when you do that, you, you have to question both sides of it, I guess, is A, why he would do it because if, if he would play, wait a couple more years, he could make more. But part of me says, why would you need more than that? That's <laughs> more money than I can even imagine. I, I uh, Linemen and quarterbacks, kickers, usually last a whole lot longer. Sure. Particularly if they, if they can just stay injury-free. Running backs, I mean, it's hard to really maybe put your head around this, but um, uh, uh, Derrick Henry, theoretically – the stats say his career is half over. Yeah, or, or beyond. He's, he's past that probably. Yeah. Because this will be year five coming up, right? Four, four, four or five. Um, now, it is true that he had a year or two there where he didn't play much, and that factors in. But um, running backs, uh, if, if you can be at, uh, you know, pretty good pretty good shape after five or six years, you've you've that's about it, and I, I see why they really like to make the money, which Henry is fixing to make, of course, in the, in the millions. Uh, at some point, I guess, somebody's going to pay him. I don't know who, but somebody's going to pay him a lot of money. Um, receivers, uh, I don't care how good you are. Um, if, um, if you start to just slow down just a little bit, you're out of the league because there's a guy standing right behind yeah. you that's faster. Yeah. Um, now, true, there's exceptions to everything. You know, the, the, the people that do different things other than just speed. But I basically put it's a tough, tough game. You better make your money when you can. It's a tough, tough game to be sure. And, and uh, right now, outside of the two uh, preseason games that they've axed, NFL's going to be full steam ahead uh, starting what that – September 12th or something along that line. The second Sunday in September, if I'm not mistaken, when they open their season. Yeah, and they, uh, of course, this really kind of plays into what they would have liked, eventually want to do anyway, and that is add a game or two in the regular season and and take off the uh, the two two of, of the exhibition games, which they're evidently going to do now anyway, but that's because they need the time. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the NFL, which is, of course, it's a business. You sign a contract, you go to work, and um, they are—they're uh, going to sign contracts and go to work now. And I don't—I don't know if the governor can do anything about face mask for <laughs> for NFL or not. I don't know where, where his authority starts, but it—it—it it, it could be. Well, a, my guess is, as far as legally, he can about do what he wants to do. I think that, that now will he be somewhat charged by the? professional team that brings in a lot of money to maybe change things up or down a little bit for them probably so i did see a report the other day and this has been about three or four days ago maybe you heard something about this but the clemson and south carolina were considering playing their football season somewhere else oh is that did right you see that no i did not uh now i have no idea what what the status of that is where would that somewhere else be where is i don't know uh, of course, out in South Carolina, you wouldn't have to go far to find another stadium to play in, and I, maybe the fans would follow you. I don't know, but uh, that they couldn't play in South Carolina because of the present rules. I have no idea. I, I now have exhausted all my knowledge on this. <laughs> have you noticed that this thing is complicated? Yeah, I have noticed that, <laughs> and I've noticed it gets more complicated every day. Yes, it does that for sure. Uh, 
Jeff, I, I was listening coming. Uh, I've been to see my mom today, so I had a long drive back from Indiana, and so I listened to a lot of radio. Someone brought up a, a question for the Titans. I'm going to bring it up to you for Blue Raider football. The question was, if for the Titans, and I'll put Blue Raider in its place, if you could bring back one player from the past, former Blue Raider from the past, in their prime. Now, I'm not talking about somebody that, that you know, 40 years ago and they're, now they're 62, and I'm talking about in their prime. Who might you consider, at least, thinking that this that that's one guy this team really could use? Kevin Byard comes to mind, first of all. I'd say that now the safety for the Titans. I've got another one in my mind. I've got two. A, a Both of them are local kids. A, a former Blue Raider. Former Blue Raider. In his prime. In his prime. I could, I could line him up. Line maybe. him up and put him on, on this team and make them better. Who, who might that be? Joe Campbell. Joe Campbell, running back from Knoxville. No, from uh, Stratford High School. Nashville, right. I thought about Kelly Holcomb. Very good quarterback for Middle Tennessee right here in the same place. And I'm going to tell you another one, Jeff, I thought just in the one season changed the look of Middle Tennessee football for that year at least offensively. That's Octavius Mathers. I thought he had a tremendous season. He did. And put him on this team, I think it, I, I clearly think he made the full offensive team better. Now the question would be, would it be an offensive player or would it be a defensive player? A lot of them out there for sure. Yeah, of course that – you're right about that. That that's a mouthful right there. There are we could we could get to a number of people that have watched every game for years, like like my friend Bud Morris, for instance, and he he probably wouldn't pick Joe Campbell. He'd probably pick somebody else, you know. And I understand that. That's okay. The common theme that I heard from the few calls that came in with Javon Kirsch for the Titans was a a popular player to, that they'd love to have back. And it seemed like to you that his career went pretty quick. He, he went from the Titans to the Eagles, and pretty soon he was gone. Well, again, as you say, in professional that's football, true. well, that, that's the, the catch on Derrick Henry right now. Yeah. You mentioned that the running back's careers are usefulness for sure. Four or five years probably at most. Yeah. I mean, if he's wanting a six-year contract, Titans may not want to touch that, as good as he is. Because the likelihood after in year five and six, him him or any other running back being anywhere close to what they are right now, doesn't happen very often. Well, he seemingly, at right now, and I, and I guess we could argue about this, but let's not. Let's not. He's at the absolute peak yes, of his career. I, I, no argument there with me. And I don't believe not many people can maintain that what he's done much longer. I mean, there's very seldom, you know, does anybody ever do that. You you get a guy every once in a while, Jim Brown comes along, you know, and there, there are people that can do this sort of thing. But Keep in mind, Jim Brown was a name that came up to my mind, too, how good he was. That was a 12-game NFL season back in those days. And he played nine years. And think about that. Yeah. 12-game season versus a 16-game season is – that's a, that's what – that's another two or three years on a career – that's Jim Brown got. I hadn't even thought about that. That's exactly right. Uh, the, the toll on the body is not nearly the same then, for sure. So, um, now that said, Jeff, he played on horrible field conditions compared to now. Very hard baseball field, turfs, and so forth. So, um, that 12 games might have been tougher than the 16 games that they played on the on the, the nice, I won't say soft fields, but they're so, much better 
uh, plane services now. And with all due respect to everybody involved here, and I think I think we can say that. Um, well, I think I think Jim Brown was 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 voted the most outstanding player in the league ever. Wasn't yes, he? I think so. Um, and uh, clearly, he, most people would say that he's the finest running back that 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 ever ran the football in the NFL. And I would guess that that's probably correct. I, uh, he he was he was certainly outstanding. But I'm just going to throw this out there. But but <laughs> the people he were pl- he was playing against. He was as big as a lot of the people oh, yeah. that he that were trying to tackle him, okay. And today, we've got whole defensive lines that are well over three hundred pounds a man, and all they got to do is get a hand on you, <laughs> and it's over, you know. So I'm just I'm just trying saying. to say he maybe uh, maybe overmatched some linemen that he couldn't do anymore. I definitely think so. Yes, and certainly some linebackers who I imagine they saw him coming. They thought maybe I'm just make a, a stab at this and not be real serious about it. All right, we got one more break to take. If we can find Dalton, we'll get him headed in this direction. Yes, here he comes, flying he comes. around that the corner. Dalton's we'll take a break. Such, we'll be right back. He's got great speed. Dalton does. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier Six Theater. They're now open. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Good afternoon. It's busy out here on 24, coming back over from Davidson County. Short stopping on delays in sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Just busy where you would expect this time of the afternoon. For that perfect getaway just outside of Gatlinburg, check out Cosby Creek Cabins. Log on to CosbyCreekCabins.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. I want to mention one of our fine sponsors, that's First Bank. Offices right here in Murfreesboro, Woodbury, and across the state of Tennessee. Great services. First Bank. Give them, give them a shot with any banking needs. Jeff? Can I? Can I, I, was I wish to, you would. Go ahead. I, well, it's not about sports, but I just want to compliment Dalton on the air. And uh, he, there were other people that helped, et cetera, et cetera. But the 4th of July fireworks and the music and everything, and Dalton was pretty much in charge of a lot of that. And he's saying, no, 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 that's not true. He was on the roof of the station. I know that. The only people that have ever been on the roof of this station are the Secret Service <laughs> to protect Al Gore and and Dalton. And Santa Claus. And Santa Claus. That's correct. So Santa, Santa comes down there. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
<laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I was we were we were home debating whether we want to go down to, to, to watch the fireworks or not. And our neighbor, we found out about half an hour. Well, we were out with our four-year-old doing sparklers and things before it got dark, so she could kind of get get used to it. Neighbor came by and mentioned that they were going to do a big fireworks show down in the field, two doors down. Well, they they did a nice fireworks, so we decided to stay home and watch them. And they they were good, but lo and behold. Channel 2 had the Nerf Murfreesboro fireworks on. They did. Did you know that? I did. I watched it. My mother-in-law is is with us for a few days, and she mentioned that, well, she'd just rather watch them on TV than, than go to them anyway. I'd say, well, TV's nice, but it doesn't do fireworks justice. I, I just don't think so. Okay. But all that said, I've seen a lot of fireworks in my life, Jeff. I don't think I get quite enamored by them the way I used to. No, and matter of fact, my wife and I went over last night the various fireworks shows that we had seen, and when we had traveled and so forth on the fourth, we've seen a lot of them. As have you at Sound Stadium or Atlanta, or sure. other places. Any night, a lot of times they'll have it. But um, we've seen them in Illinois and Cincinnati uh, and uh, Chicago and and other places. Um, and you know, I, I think the Murfreesboro fireworks show was 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 really quite good. Uh, and Bob Mueller was here, and the, the the cute little weather girl Breezy was here, and then they talked and introduced, and they went to Adams and Mount Juliet and Gallatin, and maybe the maybe Hermitage. They went somewhere else for other fireworks shows, but ours was the best, and it was also first, <laughs> and it was the longest. It was first, that's for sure. Uh, I had another thought in my mind, and it just went away. <laughs> Pick it up, Jim. Well, thanks, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the best fireworks show? You, you, you are you rating oh, them? Do you rate them? I, I was, I was going to say, I did enjoy very much watching what took place in D.C. this year on TV because it seemed to me that they had fireworks going in four or five different places and it kind of lit up and, and had the Washington Monument right in the foreground. I just thought that was pretty special, and and, and I did think probably I saw that on TV better than I could have been if I had been in Washington. And they did the same thing in New York. Uh, with uh, that, the, with the Macy's fireworks show, and it was at a number of different places, including Times Square and 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 out n- next to the Statue of Liberty off a boat and all that kind of stuff. And you know, uh, uh, I, maybe it's hokey, maybe it's not. I don't have any idea. I enjoy them, and I and I I know you very well and Dalton very well. And I tell you what, I I appreciate this country. I, sure, I, boy. When you look around the world, I know we got problems. I I understand all that. But I, I appreciate this country. It's a great country. Well, the good news, is that, as I've said, and that's why this country hangs together even in tough, tough times. Jeff, the, the core of the country is, is right there. Most, most of us get along pretty well. Yeah, I agree with that. Most of us do in most places. And so we've got to hang on to that and, and, and get through whatever and try to be as tolerant as we can. And at the same time, I say this about churches all the time. Churches have to change to, to the times, but Jeff, at some point in time, you got to also hang on to your your main goals and ideals. You can't you can't stretch it too far. Change is important, but hanging on to the values you've got is also important. I I agree with all of that, and I uh, and I just I just I look around and I know life is not always fair, and I understand that that there's inequalities, that there are problems. I mean, I get all that, um, uh, and. But the, the opportunity uh, that are present in this country and the education that's present in this country uh, gives everybody a much better chance, I think. And, and our, our, our success, uh, even though we have problems and things don't always go well, 
um, I, I think it's a great place to live. Final thoughts, Jeff. Uh, September, October. Let's let's get to November. How are we going to be looking back from November at our, our sports seasons? Take take a pro sport, take a high school sport. What, what would you see November looking backwards to say? We started on time. Everything went great. We started on time. We started too soon. We didn't start on time. We didn't play at all. What, any any crystal ball you can look at? Well, I hope to look back in November and say, well, uh, uh, depending on what you want to address, but to say, well, Major League Baseball did play, and uh, and there's going to be a lot of backstories and a lot of stories out of that, regardless of whether the superstars or some of them play or not. Right. Um, and we're going to, and we're going to have a world series, hopefully playoffs and world series. And, um, okay. That's going to be different for sure. Um, whether we will have football or not, I, I, I just, it's just very much up in the air. We're going to be able to look back at the NBA. They're going to do something. I don't think the public cares. Not around here, they don't care. I don't believe. No, I, not 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 in large part. You're right. I, I think if you sat right down with uh, the average person and asked them to name ten NBA players, I bet they couldn't do it. They'd I, say LeBron James, and let me see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I sure. Mean, um, so Michael Jordan still playing? I mean that that kind of thing. <laughs> I I don't know. Um, I'm hoping that we can start our high school sports a couple of weeks late if we have to do that. And that we can get everything in because I want these I want these youngsters to be able to compete, and to get the get the advantages of teamwork, uh, and and taking coaching and and physical activity, etc. I, I want them to be able to enjoy that. Um, but Tim, I just you know you turn on TV and it's it's worse every day, seemingly. Sure. So we're just going well, to have to see. We all have a part to play in this thing, and, yep. and, 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 and people need to take account of, of what that happens to be. What can, what can we do? Can, what can I do? What can you do to make this a, a better opportunity for people? And we just have to make those decisions going. Jeff, it's time to get out of here. Dalton, you did a great job, as always. Jeff, I appreciate it. Sure. I'll see you next Monday on All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.